Are you ready? It's time! For the Beast Cast! That was me in the theater when I fucking saw this movie. We're not even starting with that. We're not starting with that. Welcome to the Beast Cast, episode 30. We've hit 30 fucking episodes. I know, at first, you know, hypothetically, oh, you know, 30 episodes, that's not even a lot, bro. Like, whatever. You got to remember, the struggles, the things we have gone through to get to this point, to make this podcast the podcast of all time, to talk about this film of all time. But before we get into that, uh, we got some other news we got to discuss because you know this is not just about uh, this is not just a Marvel hate channel, uh, despite what you may think. Um, as always, uh, as always, I'm here with the immaculate uh, employee of the month of the Beast Cast, um, uh, Raven Bones. Exactly, employee of the month, never cashed a check. Yep, we don't we don't pay we don't pay our hosts here. I don't get paid to do this, but hey. Hey, you may not be getting paid to do this, but neither am I. So go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No. Um, so, okay. So we got some other news we got to discuss because if we go into it right now, if we, if we, you know, that's like the spoiling the jewels, you know, where, where if you like, if you go into it right now, everybody's just going to click away because that's all they want to listen for. Right. They just want to hear a shit on Marvel. So. Before we do that, we got to discuss other news because we are technically a news podcast, um, despite what you may think. So uh, we're going to be opening with something different um, since, you know, we kind of cover all type of media. Um, the thing we're going to be opening with, actually, funny enough, I think I sent it to you. Maybe I didn't, Raven. Um, okay, I didn't. So I'm just going to – I want your live reaction right now. I'm going to pull up the f picture of, of what it was. Yeah, here it is. <clears throat> so – we're going to start with a topic on Call of Duty. I know, JJ Boycott. Okay, so, Modern Warfare 3 was developed in less than 16 months. Most Call of Duty games in the past seven years have taken a three-year game cycle. Employees had to work nights, weekends to complete this game, feeling betrayed by the broken promises to avoid crunch time when Microsoft purchased Activision Blizzard. It is currently now the lowest rated Call of Duty game ever via business. Now, Raven, I want to hear your thoughts, not just on Call of Duty. No, 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 because I, I know what your thoughts would be on that. But I want to hear your thoughts on on this Activision Blizzard purchase from Microsoft, because it officially went through, but this the, them claiming that they weren't going to release games every year, and then now they're releasing games every year, and now they're also making forcing them to be crunch time. Do you think this acquisition is horrible, or do you think, like, Microsoft is just, like, knowing Call of Duty's dead and they just don't fucking care? Like, what, what, do, you, what, do, you think, what uh, do you think is going I on don't, here? I don't like it. I don't like Microsoft buying up game companies. Uh, because they have a history of buying game companies and then gutting them and then quite literally just discontinuing that company, just disbanding it entirely. Um, I, I feel like this is a crappy move to 
take over a company and then disrupt the flow of how they put out games, forcing them to do something in a 16 month um, time span when it should have been when it was planned out for three years. Yeah, and and I mean, I, I think th that's kind of exactly, you know, what I was thinking, too. Um, Microsoft is known. Um, they kind of did this with um, Bethesda, didn't they? They kind of stripped Bethesda oh, yeah. of everything to the point where, like, Bethesda's kind of a shell. Um, where, like, people aren't really happy with Starfield. Fallout 76 was kind of crappy. Although, didn't Fallout 76 come out before Microsoft bought them? Yeah. Okay. But still, like... Microsoft has essentially gutted Bethesda. And the thing is, I also don't like this because, you know, Microsoft is is not a stranger to monopolies, okay? They, they, they play Monopoly every single day. They had, the United States government had to disband their monopoly on the computer industry, like, what, 15 years ago? So this isn't their first rodeo, which is why I'm concerned that the United States government and, well, world governments, actually, were allowing them to just say, yeah, we're just going to purchase Microsoft Blizzard, like, one of the top five biggest gaming companies in, you know, the, the past 10 years. We're just going to allow this other big gaming company, big tech corporation, to buy this other corporation, you know, and, and steal, like, so much—it's not stealing, but, you know, absorb so much of it, which is scary to me, because why can one company own such a big company? To me you know like that's that's what yeah. was scary to me now as a call of duty fan i also feel betrayed um it, it, just like the developers trust me the deve the, the developers 100 percent feel betrayed there, there's no doubt in my mind that the developers feel betrayed um but i also feel betrayed as a call of duty fan um mainly because the, the first off okay was Activision Blizzard before Microsoft bought them? Were they a good company? No, there was a lot of sexual harassment going on with male and female employees. Um, the the higher ups were essentially just not paying a lot of the low end people that were actually working on the games, like a bunch of the developers, and were essentially taking massive, you know, uh, paydays and fucking shit like that. I think that at one point the the company was supposedly going under, and their CEO is still making four hundred and fifty million dollars a year. So stuff like that. So, no, I don't think, I do not think that Activision Blizzard was a good company before Microsoft bought them. However, to come in and immediately, you know, disrupt the game flow of everything that's going on, saying, okay, well, well first off, as a fan, you also feel betrayed because Microsoft, when they bought it, uh, announced they 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 you know they they stripped everybody of their CEO position and all their high powered position and the new guy that came in said no we're not going to make a Call of Duty game every year we're going to do Assassin's Creed where we're going to take some time off or Battlefield is a better example where we're going to take some time off and you know we're gonna we're we're gonna actually flesh this game out and then they dropped Modern Warfare two but they were like trust me this is the last game that's going to be coming out you know because you know we already had this game planned and everybody's like okay but then this year literally the next year after they go oh no here's Call of Duty Modern Warfare three but like that makes that's concerning to me because a they've already lost their trust by not by essentially lying to us but also the other thing is is it's obvious that they don't feel that it's worth putting time into they just feel like it's a cash grab because if they actually thought it was worth putting time into it they would have fleshed out the old game and then put in modern warfare 3 and and fleshed it out you know like kind of like gta yeah like if the devs yeah. actually cared they would they they would they would have uh, or i guess the company would have cared they would have said okay let's make this old game and, and let's let it keep you know doing its cycle and then 
we're gonna make this really good game but no they're just like oh the company's dying so let's just fucking throw out as many things at the wall until something sticks and makes us some money <sighs> i i i don't like it either um i just i don't i don't like activision well i don't really like activision blizzard um as a company and i don't like microsoft and then when you put the two together it's not a good acquisition i really don't like it now other big news i don't think we talked about this because i think it came out this week raven there's a rumor yes. well actually it's not a rumor it's confirmed gta 6 we were shitting on gta 6 for not coming out gta 6 officially has a release year <laughs> and we're getting a trailer within before the end of the month is what they said or i think is what the rumor is but they said there's a trailer coming out soon yeah rockstar games announced early december will be the trailer mm. okay so that's good um and the game's more than likely coming out in 2024 that's the release year that's gonna be funny uh I feel like they're going to do GTA 5 where they push it back like very far like to September, October, November because like the thing is is would this game be massive if it came out in the summer? Like if it came out like right at the end of the school year, you know, like end of quarter two, like, you know, end of May? Probably. I think that would be massive for like um, Rockstar because then you have all those kiddos grinding, you know, from in high school um, and the servers would be blown up. Um, but I feel like they're still going to push it back all the way to like October. They should. Cause um, you're going to, I don't know what games are coming out next year. Uh, totally don't have a list and forgot what they might be, but you're going to have probably some games release and then you're going to have, you know, the usual, Oh wow. I think this is game of the year and yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, GTA six is going to come in in October and completely make everybody forget that the others even existed so that when the game awards happen gta 6 is still being you know salivated over to the point of where it'll win game of the year regardless because rockstar games is kind of pissed they lost to god of war in 2018 oh no absolutely with uh with red dead redemption 2 oh i'd be pissed yeah um they're the only big things that i think are coming out there's there's a massive Tomb Raider. I'm looking at it right now. So the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League game that's been in development and kept getting pushed back and back and back and back and back and back, you know? Um, yeah. So so PlayStation always likes to release their games in February or, or November. That's PlayStation. PlayStation exclusives, if you've ever followed time, they other than the OG Spider-Man 1 in 2018, they always spawn into the world in February or November. Uh, fucking uh, Days Gone... Uh, God of War, um, I, God of War Ragnarok was also in November, wasn't it? Last yeah. year? Yeah. Um, Horizon was in February. Um, Spider-Man was in October, but um, that's pretty much November, at October like 21st or whatever. Uh, Helldivers 2 is coming out. Uh, there's a massive, uh, nobody cares about Destiny. Um, that shit's been out forever. Um, what else? 30, oh, uh, 33 immortals um there's a, there's a new art game coming out is the arc 2 yeah like arc survival evolved i'm pretty sure black myth wukong dude killer clowns from outer space bro luigi's mansion 2 hd Elden ring dlc there but can a DLC win game of the year though? 
Um, that's a good question. It depends if it's a standalone DLC or it requires the main story of it. Oh, that Lord of the Rings game is coming out. The what game? Lord of the Rings Return to Mora. That already came out. Did it? Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah, not coming. It, oh, it's not coming out in for Xbox until twenty twenty four. Okay. Return to Moria. Moria. Um, I don't I'm gonna be honest. I think they could release it whenever they wanted to in twenty twenty four. I think it will win game of the year. There is no games right now that are announced that look big enough to rival um uh, fucking GTA. Cause more Unless than likely GTA really sucks. Uh, yeah, it would have to really suck. Well, cause, okay. So more than likely if a Call of Duty game does release, it's not winning game of the year. I don't think a Call of Duty game is everyone game of the year. Um, uh, I, there's, there, there, it doesn't look like there's anything that would even be able to fucking, there's a, there's a princess. In 2003 Peach game. it did. The OG Call of Duty did? Yeah. I guess. That was a pretty good game. Um, there, Yeah, dude. I mean, there's there's not much that would... There, there's not much that would fucking... That would rival GTA. If GTA is half as good as GTA V, I think it will win Game of the Year. I just... I don't see it Every not GTA winning. Every GTA won G- a Game of the Year. Every GTA... Like every, uh, every starting 3D, from, uh, ever since uh, San Andreas, GTA San Andreas, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's expected. The games are always so advanced, like, they're always so far ahead of everything that comes out. Like, GTA 4 was like the quality of what it took developers until like 2014 to make games, like, even GTA 4, and by that point, GTA 5 was already out. It was like, wow, mm hmm. Hey, you know what's funny? I bet you since Rockstar Games had made this announcement of the trailer that uh, you had every game developer like slamming the desk going, no, we wanted to be game of the year. Oh, that's Damn probably it. why nobody's get- fucking releasing games in 2024. Like, fuck, dude, we're not going to get anything. We wanted to do it this year. Now we got to change it. Dude, I think 2024 might be the first year play- Sony doesn't release a PlayStation exclusive game. There's no PlayStation exclusive games um, like from PlayStation. Uh, not th- like there's games that are like, you know, just for the PlayStation. But I mean, like, um, like straight up, like um, just made by PlayStation Studios, like by one of their five studios. I can't think of any. There's no. We already had a Horizon DLC this year, so it wouldn't come. There would be no Horizon DLC. I doubt there's going to be a God of War DLC. There's not going to be a Spider-Man DLC. Um, and Spider-Man 2 already released this year. I don't know, dude. What other oh, games? Right, yeah. I there's no way they're going to do there's no way they're going to quickly announce a fucking uh like uh any any type of fucking Naughty Dog game like an Uncharted or oh, Uncharted's dead. They said they're never going to go back to Uncharted. Um Also, I don't think there'd be any uh Last of Us, maybe the show. Maybe there's a season two of the show or something coming out next year. Oh, dude, the God of War show comes out next year at the end of the year. <laughs> Raven, oh, let's talk man. about that. Are you excited for the God of War TV show? No. <laughs> Why? 
Because God of War is meant for you to have a controller and smash triangle, not sit and watch. How funny, no, hold on. How funny would it be though? How funny would it be if like they actually had the button prompts in the mo or in the TV show? And then, like, the, you know how, like, where he's, like, climbing up, like, a big fucking, like, titan or some shit, and he's, like, beating the shit out of it, and, like, the button prompts are popping up on screen, like, they're getting pressed, so he's doing it. Like, you know how they did that, like, Scott Pilgrim and shit? Yeah. That'd be fucking sick, though. I'm not excited. Even with Dwayne the Cock on the fucking, on the, on the project? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not You're excited. gonna see Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Whiteface, dude. Wasn't that the statue? <laughs> Dude. Oh my god, man. No, who do you think could other than Dwayne, like like build wise, like and I guess just acting, who would play a good um Kratos? Like when you think of actors, who do you think of like the God of War? Um nobody. Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Kratos, and Atreus is played by uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm not excited. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Tom Holland's not in the fucking project. I don't know who they'd get to play the boy. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if the TV... There's, like, nothing about the TV show. We don't know if it's going to, like, start in, like, the Greek times, or if maybe they're going to start, like... um. I think this is, this is my theory. They're going to start from God of War 2018, and you're going to have a bunch of flashbacks of the Greek times of God of War, like where he's killing all the old Greek gods, um, you're going to get a bunch of flashbacks about his old family and all that stuff, you know, throughout the show. I think, didn't The Last of Us TV, I never watched The Last of Us TV show, but didn't they do something like that with that? Um, no, Last of Us? Oh, no, they, they actually, they actually redid the game itself into TV, only they changed characters and I some plots. I, I don't like that. I Like, I, I we've played the game. Like, if you want, and people who are like, but the people haven't gotten to play the game. Well, then just go look up Last of Us Full Story uh, on fucking yeah, on YouTube. And you can watch every single cutscene with all the game cutscenes. Usually those game fucking cutscene uh, YouTube channels are really good about making sure they get everything in there. Like the, 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 the little gamer or whatever that guy is I used to watch all the time for the fucking Mortal Kombat cutscenes because I was not about to play the whole Mortal Kombat game. I used to do that shit like Mortal Kombat XL. Fuck me if you think I was going to sit through playing a bunch of fucking stupid fights to see the like the Mortal Kombat. Dude, the thing is, bro, like Ed Boon and all those boys at, at, at Warner Brother Games, dude, they're so good at fucking making good stories, but they hide it behind like shitty combat. Like if I want to play, here's the thing. I don't like playing against the AI in Mortal Kombat. I like playing against like it, with your friends and shit like that. It's fun, you know? And, like, Omni-Man yeah. actually made me almost want to buy. Like, Omni-Man and Homelander and Peacemaker almost made me want to buy the new Mortal Kombat. But, like, I'm not going to sit and fucking beat a bunch of AI's ass for, like, seven hours to get the seven hours of story. Like, it's just, like, okay, so, like, that's why I like the <laughs> Mortal Kombat movie. Because you actually get to see, like, the fights, like, choreo like choreographed. Because, like, when they're like, oh, we're going to fight. And then it just flips to you, like, playing the game. And it's just, like, they just, like, bake in a stupid, like, cheesy fight, you know? Like, or, or the thing I hated in Mortal Kombat 9, and they did this in, no, I think Mortal Kombat XL did it way more. In Mortal Kombat XL, especially with, like, the Johnny Cage and Cassie Cage stuff, like, um, you, you'd be, like, Cassie Cage, and, um, your, her mom, Sonya, would, would show up, and she'd be like, hey, mom, and all of a sudden, you'd flip to a fight, and you'd beat the shit out of them, like, fucking x-ray, fucking break their bones and shit like that, and all of a sudden, the fucking next cutscene starts playing, and they fucking are hugging, and it's like, come on, dude, like, come on, 
just don't put the fight in the game. Well, sometimes you gotta fight family to hug it out. Yeah, fucking break her fucking skull open and fucking blow her nuts out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Family makes you dude, stronger. No, dude, I'm not gonna show this for fucking um. I'm not gonna show this on on the on the fucking the stream on the um actual fucking podcast. But I'm gonna show you, Raven, dude. Cassie Cage's Mortal Kombat XL X-ray is literally the best thing ever. Like, literally, her, like, her fucking, her x-ray is insane. No, I don't like her fucking. Oh, yeah, here's the x-ray. Look at this shit. Look at this fucking shit. Boom! <laughs> oh, oh. Like, that's fucking sick, bro. I fucking love that. And then, like. I love this Cassie Cage. Like, I love how she looks. And then they, like, made her look, like, stupid in MK11. Her and her mother look so dumb. Like, look at this. I hate that. I hate how that looks. Like, it doesn't look right. Like, it looks more human. But, like, this looks fine. Like, this is fine. You know? Uh -huh. like, like, that is fine. Like, this? No. Yeah, it makes good porn. Thanks, Ed Boon. But, like... <laughs> and Mortal Kombat 1 did the same shit, dude. They ma they made all the characters look weird. Oh, I guess they have the same one. No, she's changed again. They changed her again. Come on. Like what is that? It's not fucking dude, it's not Resident Evil. I will say Man. Harley Quinn and MK11 looked really good though. Same with Joker. Dude, oh my god, MK9 fucking, dude, the MK9 characters, oh my god, they were the best versions of the characters. Like, MKX was good, but like, MK9, like, you wanted good fucking character design. Like, here, look at Scorpion, MK9. Look, look at these evolutions. Like, this one's okay, this one's like, way too detailed, but then you get like, this perfect, just like, yeah, that's a motherfucker, bro. Like, I'd kick his ass. <laughs> See, because, like, you don't get this stupid shit like this one. Like, this is dumb, you know? Hey, don't be shitting on the OG design. Well, that's not the OG design. This is the classic design from MK9. So it's like, yeah, it's trying to mimic the old one. No, the old ones are pretty cool. But then, like, this, dude, would you want to play as this? In, like, this is Scorpion's what main is this, costume. Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, this is Scorpion's main costume in fucking MK1. They did the same shit. Dude, Street Fighter, Raven? You remember Street Fighter? Like, Ryu and Ken? Have you seen their Street Fighter 6 fucking, uh... No. Look at this! They made him look homeless, bro! Like, they gave him, like, this weird, like, fucking hood and shit. Like, like he looks fucking homeless, bro. What is this, homeless Thor? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Literally, like, why? He looks like he just came out of the fucking... <laughs> he just came off the streets, dude. What is that, dude? What is that? <laughs> Ryu. But also, dude, I love Street Fighter 6 because... Oh, I like Street Fighter games, you know, because they're Japanese. So, they like, all the characters always have, like, the biggest forceps. <laughs> like, the biggest forearms and, like, forceps of all time. Like, their, their fucking forearm is the size of my whole fucking leg, dude. Oh, man. 
but no Jeez. but yeah so like i don't know man i i i think you got to give the god of war show hope raven come on no i don't want that i don't want them to continue out of 2018 and do flashbacks if you're gonna do god of war then show us god of war show us what made kratos kratos because i feel like by the time we get to let's say the sixth or seventh season or even the fifth you could then have the 2018 storyline come across and everybody's been with you on that journey up to that point yeah i i mean i I agree um i feel like the problem is is with these tvs to games and games to movies and stuff like that so all the source material has already been like either very close to being finished or so far ahead you know like uncharted and like um and like god of war and the last of us and stuff like that like the naughty dog games right well god of war's not naughty dog but um like the naughty dog games they have so much story so they're like oh so people are already caught up so we just gotta like bake it into one movie like a shit ton of story and it's like you don't need to do that like for example the uncharted movie i really really love the uncharted movie Uh, it's just a fun movie um but they like they tried to bake in uncharted one and two but then like they because they were baking both the movies together they ended up having it be like so cut for time that like it um it it ended up like literally like nathan drake's like main character like that that he falls in love with isn't even in the movie so it's like dang man like they really missed out on the opportunity but if they would have took it slower you know if we would have started like an uncharted one um i i don't like how sully and and nathan drake met because they've been together for a really long time in the games you know like they met I, i uncharted 3's opening scene is how he met Sully. And I love that because, you know, you see, like, this um, this younger, like, cool Sullivan that's really, like, you know, he's not in his prime, but, like, but like he's essentially becomes a mentor to Nathan Drake at a young age. And that's how Nathan Drake learns his ways. Um, but you don't get that in the Uncharted movie because um, they meet at a, when he's a bartender when he's 18, like, 19, 20, something like that. I don't remember how old he is in the movie. But, um yeah, you, like, miss out on that because they're trying to push it, you know, for so much time. They're trying to push it, like, the story together so it can be caught up to speed. But, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I, like... I don't and know. so this is why I'm not excited for the God of War show. I, I just feel like, yeah, they could do it good, but I have hope that they will do it good. See, I'm optimistic. I'm not a pessimist. I, I don't... I don't I'm, I'm not excited. I'm sorry. Like, I'm gonna have to have a trailer that really, really sells me and blows me away on it for me to get hope about it. What if the opening start of the trailer is Dwayne, and he looks into the camera and goes, I'm the God of War. And then he looks to the That's, side and goes, that sounded better in my head. No, I'll click off. I'm Make it a excited. Marvel movie? Okay, would Kratos solo the Marvel <laughs> Universe? Yes, we should have that. We have Hercules and Zeus coming, apparently, back, thanks to Thor, Love, and Thunder. What if, you know, they're like, what if we go get the god that doesn't want to be in the realm of the gods because he hates them? And then they go find Kratos in, like the, in some remote area that Thor knows where to find him because, you know, he does. And they're <laughs> just like, bro, we need your help. And then, like... Somebody who looks good as Kratos plays Kratos at just killing. Imagine Kratos versus Galactus. Dude, 
uh, dude, no fucking um, have oh my god, have you ever seen the uh the uh Mar? It's a really old animation, like early YouTube animation from like 2010, 2011. It's like uh, a Mario Kart animation, and like Mario gets really big, and all of a sudden, the, yeah, like Kratos shows up, and he's like, stupid fucking Sony characters, and like it's the fucking button, uh, the button mm-hmm. like prompts, and he's like coming up, he's like going over big mario and like takes him down like that was fucking sick I love yeah that. that's hilarious like that would be so cool if some shit like that like galactus gets fucking soloed by kratos no but like okay no 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 no. it could actually work though right because like okay so the multiverse is real right <clears throat> let's use this multiverse to our advantage you know um so the multiverse exists so Sony has their universe, right? But what if what if there's another Sony universe that we don't know about? The Sony game universe? Like uh, not like game, but like this Sony universe that like Kratos is in, right? And like when all the universes are meshing together and like the Sony universe comes in, you know, with uh Morbius and Venom and all that shit, it bleeds in with the other one, the other Sony universe, the game one, and Kratos fucking pops out. They get the you know how like in Spider-Man when he's like trying to summon Spider-Man and he summons the two wrong Spider-Mans? Some shit like that where they're like trying to get into the Sony universe and they go into the wrong Sony universe. <laughs> and fucking Kratos fucking walks out and goes, Society. Oh, you know, like the music. He shows up with fucking and like prime Kratos. Like I'm not talking like, you know, like sad Kratos. Like I'm talking like uh, I'm talking like right after right after the end of God of War One, where like he's not like yet like ready to give up his mantle to Atreus, but he's still like like I'm ready to kick some fucking ass, you know? Like I want that weathered Kratos that walks in and he fucking he's got the fucking he's got the the fucking axe and he's got this fucking uh blades of chaos dude. Oh my god, chains of chaos. Oh my god, it would be insane. It would be he'd he'd literally solo, dude. Like, what would you have to do to kill Kratos? Like, okay, I know you can die in the games, but that's, like, doesn't count. Like, like, what would you, like, realistically, like, lore canon Kratos. Like, he can't die. Like, like, in the lore, like, it's not possible. You'd have to, like, disintegrate him to a molecular level. Like, Deadpool. <clears throat> you know, that's actually a very good idea. Uh, a Sony game universe. I mean, we should we 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 saw in um, Doctor Strange two when they were going through all the funny multiverses thanks to American uh, Chavez. Yeah, that there's like a paint universe. There's like (laughs) a weird cartoon one, uh, just a weird blob one. I mean, like a Sony game universe and the Marvel movies can obviously exist to where we could do exactly what you just said dude oh man that would be so fucking sick dude it's like the the end game reveal you know when like the molnir or whatever fucking uh get mm-hmm. captain america like and, and it comes over and it paints back over to captain america and everybody starts cheering it's like the same thing where like galactus is winning and all of a sudden he gets hit with like this random like fucking like th- strong ass axe and he looks back over and it pans over and it's fucking Kratos. Oh, that would be dope. Everybody's here. Or like, how funny would it be if the Sony game universe bled in and fucking the Uncharted movie, Nathan Drake shows up and Tom Holland confronts Tom Holland? Oh my God. 
you're you. No, I'm me. No, you're you. <laughs> I mean, what? hey, I have to say, it'd be such a wacky idea that it might actually save the MCU. It'd be like the same thing as like Captain America being played by uh, fuck nuts, and then he's also plays one of the Fantastic Four. You know? Yeah. So like they could like do the crossover, and he'd be like, "What?" All right. When we come back, we got some more. We got some more amazing stuff to talk about. Um, enjoy Raven's uh, segue segment. Welcome back to the Beastcast, baby. Thank you for staying tuned in this far. We have the best takes, best content, and we love our rabbit trails of conversation. We have our hosts, JJ and Raven Bones, bringing you another segment. I hope you enjoy. spider-man and venom to show up what if this is that idea is how they okay this is going to sound stupid but bear with me okay tom holland spider-man dies (laughs) okay Okay? but this is how they keep spider-man around by introducing miles morales from that universe brought over to from the gaming universe to the screen (laughs) whoa whoa well i heard um i I haven't played spider-man 2 so i i don't want to spoil myself but i kind of got spoiled i heard like miles morales is now like the main spider-man of the uh that spider-man universe like that video game universe because the other spider-man um i think dies which is weird. I, I didn't hear that. I only heard that from now on. They're focusing only on Miles Morales. Cause oh. I thought I thought he heard he sacrificed himself or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't I played, played it. Either. it. I might play it. I I've played all the other Spider-Man games, but I've just been waiting to actually drop seventy dollars on a fucking video game. It says GTA Six better be on PS4 or I'll riot. And it says your PS4 trying to get past a Rockstar loading screen on GTA Six, and it shows like this dude trying to do a fucking like wrestling move where he like throws him over his shoulder and he fucking falls over because the guy is so heavy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, welcome back to the Beastcast. Uh, we're continuing with our episode, episodic, um, schizophrenic talks about, um, weird shit. Uh, when we left off, we were talking about fucking, um, Kratos entering the MCU. Who, who in the, like, I just want to know, like, uh, like, how would Kratos react to Thor in the MCU? Like, that Thor. Compared to, like, like he's seen the Thor, you know, and he's like, you're fat. 
you know, he's like, so like, what about this store? That's like now. Like, I think again. we could have a very okay. Look, call me crazy. If we had a new Thor movie where it was like Thor, you know, gods of war, something like that. I don't know. Think of a stupid title where Kratos is in that universe. Okay. And reacting to Thor. I feel like we could have a really good movie of Thor showing Kratos what that version of Asgard and Valhalla was. And Kratos maybe having a moment of, you know, saying that this was obviously a much wiser and and greater rendition of his father than the one he had in his in his realm. Yeah. Um, okay. Here is my thing. I I Chris Hemsworth, I love him actually. I think despite what people say, I think he's a good actor. Okay. But my thing is I don't like where they're going with Thor with like little Thor, like got the uh the God Butcher's daughter and stuff like that, you know? Um and like the the Thor tr- the the duo. I'm not a fan of that. And I think this can kind of play into our, our Marvel's uh, talks. But, like, I'm kind of, like, over... Like, I love the space aspect of, of Marvel because I think it's really cool. Um, but I'm kind of, like, over, like, these super, super OP superheroes. Like, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of over it. Uh, like, OP superheroes. That's why I really liked, you know, like like, the Grounded Batman movie last year. Because, like, Batman's not just fucking rolling like he's not just fucking like he's not just like fucking drops down fucking laser beams everybody and fucking ends it all you know like i like that about that universe where like he's actually got to fight and blow some backs out to fucking you know like get what he get what he needs to get to you know like in that three hours like look at how far he actually comes like learning like actually trying to figure out everything you know well in a movie like uh spoiler alert this movie you don't get that um, and you don't really get that from those strong superheroes because they're just like, want to see me just beat the living shit out of people for fucking two hours, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, I don't... To me, that that's kind of getting old. I No, okay. What's well, not getting old... He actually served a purpose, but I guess they got rid of that now. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Anywho. Um, we got some... We got one more thing that got dropped this week. Before we can talk about the Marvels. Raven. So, the the spinoff to the boys. I know you're going to go honchu, honchu, you know, sleeper, sleeper. Um, the spinoff to the boys was actually pretty good. Despite despite what um, you might think by the casting. It, it was I didn't actually, know there Yeah, it's called Gen V. Um, it's essentially about, like, a, a, a university. So, there's, like, a university called Godolkin University where... Um, all these um, superheroes go to, like that Vought sponsors. And spoiler alert. Well, do you want to get spoiled or do you plan on watching it? I don't care. You can spoil me. I think you should probably watch it despite what I'm going to tell you. Um, spoiler alert. Of course, it's Vought. You know, nothing's ever good with Vought. Um, they're actually testing. It's essentially just like a testing ground um, to see what makes the superheroes tick so they can learn how to control the superheroes better. So there's like a lab underneath the school that essentially just like monitors like the... Um, the superheroes and like sometimes will like you know like take them and like study them and um they create a virus um which sets up the boys season four that there's a virus that got created that can only kill soups um essentially like a really contagious like it starts burning their skin inside out 
and at the end of the boys, Butcher, or at the end of the Gen 5, Butcher finds out about it through uh, the, the lady from the CIA, the old lady, because um, the dean of the school is a, is a regular human, right? And she ends up dying. She ends up getting killed. Um, but, but she was the one that manufactured this virus because she's like, I hate, because Homelander killed her uh, husband and daughter on that plane. Do you remember that plane where he's like, where he fucking blow and he, him and Queen Maeve leave? Yeah. So um, his, his husband or her husband and daughter were on that plane. And she knew Homelander killed him. So she wants revenge on Homelander. So she's like, here's this virus. But the lady doesn't take it. But Butcher knows that the virus exists now. So, like, that's where season four is going to start off, you know? Where it's like, Butcher's like, all right, we got to fucking get this virus because I've got a chance to fucking kill. Fucking finally kill Homelander and all that shit. Which is going to be cool. Um, But, no, it, it, the casting I thought was going to be horrible. Because I was like, oh my god, here we go, you know, they're just picking, like, I know this is kind of, this might come off weird, but, like, I'm kind of tired of them just being like, oh, we're just going to pick this actor because it's diverse, you know? But it actually wasn't yeah. that bad. They were, they, it, it, it was good. Um, The acting was actually phenomenal, actually, I would say. I would go as far as to say, like, the emotions that were actually conveyed, like, um, like, I'll tell, I'll give Amazon Prime this. They actually allow their actors to, like, act, so that's good, um, not like in Marvel where they're just like shells just reading a script. Uh, they allow the emotions to actually come through the script. Um, but like, I thought that was going to be a problem, but it's really not. I mean, it, the, the, I like the diverse cast. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, there's a character, though, that's really goofy. Um, his power or their power, they, they can switch between genders. <laughs> like they can be a boy or a girl. And um, sometimes whenever they use their powers, it will like randomly happen. It's so like uh, sometimes you'll see him as like this little Asian girl and then the other time you'll see him as this like brute fucking Asian guy and you're like <laughs> that's kind of funny like he'll just be kicking the living shit out of somebody and he'll just like accidentally swap to like being a little girl not like a little girl but he'll be like a tinier Asian chick and you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> it's kind wow. of like, it's kind of funny um, there's a girl that can make herself small but she has to puke and she can make herself big by eating a lot so she doesn't eat that much um and she has like a youtube channel where she beats up rats it's kind of funny um (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i know it's kind of fucked up and then um and then the main character is this uh black chick and she has the same powers as the head popper you know the uh lady from season two you remember her the victoria newman yeah yeah she has the same powers as her and we actually her powers get fleshed out so she can do more than just pop people's heads she controls their blood in their body so she can control blood um and she has the same power which is like a really rare power um so that's probably going to be a that's probably going to be used um so the ending um i almost want to show you raven the ending because i don't want to fucking i don't i can't even explain the ending i know if you ever watch it um uh, it's just it's just so cold dude it's such a good fucking ending what okay fuck we might get copyrighted for that okay so check this out look at this ending bro i kind of spoiled okay. it a little bit for you but here I can't really play it. So she's going to try. So, okay. So this girl, her power right here, this uh, white chick, her power is whenever she touches people, she can essentially tell them to do whatever they like, whatever she wants. So she could be like, eat your own hand or like kill yourself. 
like stuff like that like mantis yeah like literally so yeah so watch this watch this so she's gonna try and do that to the this is the asian guy that can change genders so she was gonna do that to him right and she freaks out the black girl and she blows her hand off because she blows up her blood you know and so watch this here Watch this fucking cold entrance, dude. Sir. Do you like attacking your own kind? No, I, uh... Stay back! Dude. <laughs> so, of course, just like the boys always does, they fucking flip it the other direction, you know, where it's some random shit. And she'll wake up in this, like... students went on a brutal murder spree at least 12 people are now dead many more undoubtedly would have been killed had it not been for the guardians of godolkin excuse me the new guardians of godolkin kate dunlap and sam reardon proving once again that all americans are safer with heroes like sam and kate protecting us our values and our way of life oh dude it's fucking it's it so okay so what happened was it, it, before that that whole episode the the two guys the two people that white girl and that white kid they ended up coming out and fucking releasing a bunch of like the uh people underneath the uh lab and telling them to just kill all the humans you know like all the non-soups and so they yeah. go on this massive mur like murdering spree and so then the fucking homelander comes in and fucking kills the people who stop the fucking murderers i was like come on dude that's fucking insane <laughs> that's so fucking crazy bro like it, I fucking, it was such a good fucking ending, like, because I was like, okay, I don't think Homelander's going to be in this, but knowing the fucking them, they're going to get him in here, and that sets up this, the second season, or the fourth season of The Boys. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm starting to like Homelander. <laughs> Step back. Fucking like, he move. just comes right in, and he's just like... He has that weird way of just absolutely, as you said, flipping and manipulating the situation where I'm just like, he just waltzes in, blasts a chick who was trying to save the day, and then is just like, yay, new narrative. And I'm just over here like, like the dude's the walking embodiment of the government. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh dude i know it's fucking good dude the writers are insane um no so we we found out that after after the season finale they they released this week that season four of the boys um <clears throat> is coming in 2024 and they also announced um they did an interview of with a couple of directors and the directors announced that um 
at the end of 2024, they're going to start shooting the final season of The Boys and the second season of Gen V. There's already announced a second season of Gen V, so it will kind of be in between The Boys, you know, to set up the next uh, season. Um, but The Boys will have five seasons, so it will. this will be the fourth one, and then there's going to be one more season afterwards, and that will be the end of The Boys um, as a TV show, which probably means that Homelander is probably going to survive season four. Um, or maybe he doesn't. That would be kind of a crazy thing if they killed Homelander off before the show's over. But I think the show's going to end with a with a Butcher Homelander fight at some point. Butcher doesn't have that much longer to live. I I don't know if you remember at the end of season three, but because he was taking that like superpower, you know, like temp shit, yeah. his fucking brains fried, so he only has like ten months to live. So, um, it's. We're, they're running out of time uh, with that. So I think they're... I'm kind of excited for season four. This made me kind of, like, get giddy again. Because after season three, I was like, okay, the ending was kind of, bl- like, blow. Like, you know, we hype up Soldier Boy the entire season. Soldier Boy shows up. And then after Soldier Boy... Soldier Boy comes in. And his whole job that they, they convinced him to do throughout the entire season, they were they, they went through all the struggle just so they could say, Soldier Boy, we want you to kill Homelander for us. And he goes, okay. After some convincing, you know, after all the fucking blood, sweat, and tears, they're like, okay, let's fucking do it. And then in one episode, in one foul swoop, all of a sudden they go, no, we don't want to kill Homelander. Stand down, Soldier Boy. And he goes, what the fuck? Like, dude, literally, like, Jensen Ackles, like, fucking, as Soldier Boy, literally says it, like, the best, like, in the show. He's like, he's right fucking here. Like, literally, like, just let me fucking kill him. And they're like, nah, nah. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, that's so cheesy. Like, we didn't even get a good fight with Soldier Boy either at the end, which is what the whole thing was going to be set up to do, is we were going to get this massive fucking dope-ass fight. <sighs> we did get that cool fight in episode six, though. Actually, did you know episode six almost won a fucking Grammy? Or an Emmy, sorry? Really? Not Grammy. It almost won an Emmy. Yeah. It it almost won an Emmy for um uh fucking I can't remember what, but but it was nominated. Episode six of the boys was nominated for the one that's the uh the sex one. That's the one where they where Homelander blows up the big superhero sex party. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and then there's the fight at the end, you know, with Soldier Boy, Homelander, and Butcher and Huey and all them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that episode got I think it was like best fight scene or something like that. I don't remember. Um Yeah. It it was cool. Um I don't know I don't know if you would be able to Yeah, I don't know where I'd even be able to find that. I don't know what the lists are, but yeah, it was it it was it got nominated for something. I don't think it won, but the fact that it even got nominated was insane. Cause like literally at the be- I'm pretty sure at the beginning of that episode, it even has like a warning like this. This is banned in like six countries. I'm pretty sure at the beginning of that episode. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I remember when we watched it together. Dude, it was fucking. How do I get? How do I do seasons? Oh, do you just go down the list? No, this is season two. How do I? How do I change seasons? Dude, am I dumb? Where do you change you seasons? No, I'm not about to watch season two. I want to go to season three here. Bro, what the? What season? Oh, there it is. God. <laughs> I was waiting for you to notice it, bro. 
Um, episode six, Herogasm. I think at at the beginning of it, it literally has like a. Here we'll see. Yeah, some scenes may not be suitable for some, really most, let's be honest, all viewers, but rest assured. All... <laughs> this episode was also like two hour, like an hour and two minutes long. That's insane. This is the only episode that had this uh, one, I'm pretty sure, too, because of how brutal it was. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to play too much. We've already probably almost got it copyrighted just from the ending of Gen V. Um, anyways, well, I didn't play it on stream, but I played the audio, which I don't know if audio, I don't know how well they cracked down on audio of that shit. Um, either way, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for season four. I, I'm curious to see how they're going to actually, so we know for sure Victoria Newman's probably going to be the main target. Like they're going to try and kill her. Um, cause she has the, uh, she has, so at the end of Gen V, she actually acquires that virus she steals the virus, so she now has that virus that can kill all the supers, you know, like superheroes. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna, I, I'm, it, it's like, the narrative is slowly unfolding, and like, it makes me want to watch it. So yeah, so that's announced for, I think they said May of 2024, um, so you don't gotta wait too long, just about five more months, uh, well, six, because we got December still, um, so you, it's six months, so about half a year, and we'll get a new season of The Boys, uh, for everybody who's been waiting, uh what else there was something else about that too um no i don't remember anything else but yeah that was like um that that, that i'm i'm excited i'm i i've been loving that show and i'm just excited for another fucking one to come out and gen v was like you know kind of like it, it itched it, it itched my itch but it didn't scratch it like like it, it, it kind of uh. did the little like you know it, it I understand. Yeah. It it held me off, but I didn't get rid of it. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, I think we can start segueing now because this will give us forty minutes to talk about this. Um. <sighs> so. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Dude. Dude. I. <laughs> man. Um. The marvelous marvels. Where, where do I even begin? Um, uh -huh. let's let's begin by this movie was um, so it's it was such a thing it was such a thing that Marvel announced that they will no longer be releasing any more movies in twenty twenty four except for Deadpool three. So um, <laughs> like nothing. There is nothing else coming out in in twenty twenty four now except for Deadpool three. There might be a TV show, maybe, but I think we're only going to get one movie next year, Raven. Okay. And it's because of this. Raven, do you want to start? No. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. I'll start. I'll start. <clears throat> this movie. Okay. Remember when we saw the trailer together when we saw Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the funniest part. The trailer actually made the movie look good until the kittens in the trailer showed up with the kitties running down the steps. Funny enough, I, as stupid as that sounds, that's what made me realize that this movie was probably going to be bad. 
uh, I watched Marvel, the the Marvels, and um, I feel like I don't. I it's it's so hard back to, to Jay. It's so hard to talk about without just fucking without just okay okay let's start from the beginning so yeah that happened so we, we had that we had we we went we, when we went inside Indiana Jones the trailer was there um and and Raven I remember you saying you go wow that actually looks like a good movie and I said Marvel always does this and you go oh yeah you're right Marvel, <laughs> yeah. Marvel will always fucking make their movies look so fucking good in their trailers. And like like Ant Man and the Wasp when they had like fucking Elton John and shit and it's like oh okay that's pretty cool but then you know you get like whoever edits their trailers needs to fucking edit their movies because it would might might actually make it good. Um, Definitely. Okay. <laughs> so when this movie came out um, for for test viewers to watch, test viewers were not pleased. This is way long ago, like two months ago, uh, when the very first test viewers got to see it, they were not pleased. So then Marvel had a decision: Do we want to just say? fuck it and drop it um or do we want to go back and change some things they decided fuck it we're gonna drop it um the uh, they kind of i think they ended up saying that they're gonna edit some things out and change some things which is why the movie by the way is only an hour and 45 minutes long um it's super short uh because they edited out probably at least 30 minutes of footage uh that was in the original cut of the film probably um and they were like, what do you guys think about this? And this was about two weeks ago when the critics got a hold of the movie and the critics bombed it. They hated it. There was like 57 reviews and it had like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes from, from reviewers. Um, and of course, you know, Marvel did the, it's because it's all woman cast and uh, 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 which you know what? Maybe some of them were, you know, a little pissed off or something. Okay. But then, all of a sudden, on Wednesday night, which, by the way, was not a night that people could see this movie. Thursday night was a premiere of this movie, okay? Thursday night was a premiere of this movie. On Wednesday night, all of a sudden, a bunch of random reviews started coming in on, like, um, Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, um, what else? Uh, fucking uh, 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 Letterboxd. All these random bot, like, supposedly bot reviews. This is this is all in theory. Supposedly bot reviews started coming in that the movie was great. All these random viewers, you know, were coming in saying, no, I watched the movie. It was so fucking good. It was so good. You know, five stars, you know, 10 out of 10, you know, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. And it pushed the movie up right before the release of the movie. And so some people were thinking, you know, maybe they bought some of these reviews. Um, the movie drops on Thursday and then the reviews go back down. It ends up going from like an 87 back down to like a 63. Well, then Thursday night or Friday morning after that got bombed again, then the review started to go back up again on Friday morning. Like really randomly. Like back up to like a 79 to wherever it is now on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the thing is, is that Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't know if you can find an example of this. See, look, it's back up. They did it again. Yeah. It's at 85% right now. It is 100% not an 85%. Okay, but continue what you were going to say. Now, I don't know if you could find um, examples of this, like with this movie, but Rotten Tomatoes has revealed in the past on their own that uh, when they judge uh, what's a positive or negative review, 
it's completely subjective to whoever's looking at the review. So like you have the reviewer who says something. So let's say you pick a YouTuber like Jeremy Johns who reviews movies. If he craps on the entire movie, but somewhere in there says, you know, but maybe if I see it on TV, I'll want to watch it again because it was still somewhat enjoyable. The person who judges things for Rotten Tomatoes will look at that dude's review. I'll go like, oh, he still said something positive. It's a certified fresh rather than a rotten. And then they add that to the score. And there are some that uh, actually ha people were able to find on Rotten Tomatoes itself where the critics that you can read the reviews from, there was one where it was completely negative, but yet somehow it had the, the fresh meter for um, it being a positive review for the movie, all because he said it was great otherwise when he crapped on it the entire time. And see, that makes me wonder, like, what's really going on? And, like, the thing is, too, that, that's really odd to me. Is like, okay, I will say this. I will say this, and I will say this wholeheartedly. When I watched the movie, was I entertained? Is the question that I always ask first. Am I being entertained when watching this film? And was I invested? And I kind of found myself not invested, of course. Um, Marvel movies never really get me invested. Very rarely do I get invested into the Marvel movie. But I found that it was entertaining in some aspects. And here's why. Now, of course, me saying this is immediately going to make my Rotten Tomato be a certified, you know, fresh or whatever, because I'm saying one positive thing about the movie. But it was funny. There, there was some good fucking jokes in there. I will, I will give it that. It was kind of funny. Um, I, I think that the the way the characters are presented is also good. I will say this: a cool concept that I thought was cool about the movie too is they can they they like the switching, like they can yeah. switch. Now, I didn't like how it just randomly stopped happening. Like, oh, yeah, we're not switching anymore. Oh, whatever, you know. But I liked how they were switching. I thought that was a cool concept because it made it hard for just, you know, Captain Marvel to just solo the whole fucking thing. Because with, with her not being able to fucking fully utilize her powers, you know, without her getting fucking intertwined between the other two. So I thought that was cool. And I thought it was funny. I, I will say that. And I think the critics are correct when they're saying like it's funny um but i also think the critics are correct and usually i don't really agree with the critics but i also think the critics are correct to say that it is a very like cluttered story it is a very cluttered movie and that could be because they re they mo remove like 30 minutes worth of content um but also i think genuinely it was probably because just straight up they, it's just how the movie was filmed to begin with. I mean, even if you add 30 extra minutes, I mean, the story's not going to really unclutter itself. It's still going to kind of be that same kind of longish kind of jumbled mess. Um, I just think that the movie itself is not deserving of an 85. Okay, when we look at movies that have audience scores of 85, let's look, for example, let, what's Dream Scenario at with the, with the audiences right now? Oh, it hasn't come out for them to review. But uh, it has a 90 from reviewers. Okay. And this movie could possibly be like a movie of the year. Okay. So like going by that, a supposed possible movie of the year is at a 90%. And we're saying the Marvels is at an 85. 
Like, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't see that. Like, I, I can't give this movie more than a three stars. Like, I can't give it 4.2 stars. Um, it, There's just no way. I feel like it's more like a two and a half. This is more reasonable, 72% from all audiences. But still, um, I, I, yeah, I would say two and a half a three. What the fuck is this? Um, anyways... Yeah, when we come back, we'll finish talking about the Marvels. Here's Raven to uh, segue us to our next segment. Welcome back to the Beast Cast, baby. Thank you for staying tuned in this far. We have the best takes, best content, and we love our rabbit trails of conversation. We have our hosts, JJ and Raven Bones, bringing you another segment. I hope you enjoy. To the beast cast when we left off or where we left off we were talking about the marvels we were talking about um this movie of all time so let's go over the story raven do you want to kind of hit us with the story or like I just, I, it's hard to talk about the story because i have a lot of stupid questions for this movie okay i'll uh, go over okay. the story and then, okay. and, then yeah. and then and then you can and then you'll just start firing your questions and we can fire our questions together because i also have some questions so essentially the story is we got these three marvels we got the one the miss marvel we got professor marvel or whatever her name is the black one um and then so the, uh, and then the white one brie larson Captain Marvel, we know her from the she she came into the universe in 2018, um, and was in Endgame. Uh, was well, she wasn't in, in Infinity War, was it? No, no, she yeah. wasn't introduced then. Yeah, so she was in she was she shows up, um, and she helps defeat Thanos. Um, she doesn't actually defeat her herself. What fucking Miss Marvel says, but you know Miss Marvel is a child, so um. I kind of found that Miss Marvel was actually was a was a well-written character. I will say that. I thought it was funny the way her character is written because she is a teenager um and she talks fast, she does a lot of that stuff that kind of like teenagers normally do. Um anyways. So, the story continues um and what ends up happening is they're having a problem where like this there's these weird holes. So, if you know how Guardians of the Galaxy works where they jump, like their ship jumps between uh like space points. Um, the, the world, the universe has that you can, you can do like these space jumps. Um, that's kind of like a, that's like how people travel throughout the universe. Um, well, there's like these weird, like portal, like gates opening up that are staying. They're not, they're not closing. Um, so they are going to investigate it, the Marvel, Captain Marvel. And all of a sudden as she's investigating it, 
um, she tries to use her powers, and she ends up, like, getting conjoined with the other two Marvels. Um, they all, like, end up, there's, like, a cool fight scene. Actually, I thought it was kind of cool, where, like, they keep, uh, like, interchanging between different people, and they're, like, kicking the shit out of the people while being, like, in different situations. Um, but what ends up happening is, long story short, we find out that there's this lady who has the second bracelet that Miss Marvel has. Miss Marvel has this bracelet that, um, like, uh, well, uh, has like powers um can like open up like space like can manipulate space and time um and so this one bad lady has the other bracelet and so she's trying to save her world hala because captain marvel destroyed the world kind of on accident trying to stop the ai i think i don't know if that was in captain marvel or not i've to be honest i don't remember captain marvel that much um and so she ends up doing that um to save her planet well, long story short, they figure out how their powers work. Um, they go to this weird uh, planet where, like, people sing, and that's their real language as they sing. Um, and then they, uh, the other lady gets a second bracelet. She ends up opening a massive hole in space-time. Um, and then the, the Professor Marvel, the, uh, the African-American one, she goes in and saves it, but she gets thrown into the other universe where we get the end credit scene, of the uh is that i can't fuck i can't remember what that fucking blue guy's name is raven you're gonna have to help me out um professor something isn't it um i didn't get to the end credit scene oh shit um so it's it's i don't know if there's an image of him the blue guy right here this guy Oh, uh, that's from X-Men. That's yeah. Beast. Yeah, okay, so Beast... So she ends up going into the X-Men universe. Uh, the Professor Marvel does. The African-American one. So she's she's in the X-Men universe. Um, that was it. So so she opened up, like, a portal. on. She she used too much power. The, the villain did. She used too much power to try and harvest, uh, like, energy from the sun. She used so much power that she accidentally, instead of just opening up a, a time through space like a like a space portal between like the universe she ended up opening a portal through universes and so she ended up opening a portal between the x-men universe and the um mcu universe yeah she ripped the fabric of travel yeah. so to speak yeah she ripped the fabric she of broke travel. the road yeah she broke the road she 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 it, it would be like in iran when they like put an icd on the fucking uh uh on the road and it and it's gone, and now the bridge is gone, you know? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so so then that's the end credits scene. Uh, and then you see the mother, who is the other woman. Um, so this is the uh, Professor Marvel's mother, and in the MCU universe, she died of cancer. She's old. But in this universe, she's young. And of, and of course, I knew they were going to do some shit like this because they had such a young actor play such an old lady. I was like, oh, they're pulling a fucking, you know, Palpatine here where... Where, yeah. like, 20 years down the line, they're going to have a fucking, you know, her come back. And they did. Um, apparently, the end of Loki also happened. And the guy who plays Loki said he's done playing Loki. He This will be the last time you'll ever see Loki. Um, really? Yeah. So, Loki season two is the end of Loki. Apparently. Or at least Loki's story. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. What is this? I didn't see this. Is this real? The fuck is this? Oh no, this is some bullshit.
Oh, this is the fight scene from... Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if there was two end credit scenes. I just saw the first one. Um, But anyways, yeah, so that's how it ends. And so now the X-Men universe is going to... I think that's going to casually bring us to Deadpool 3, is what I imagine. So, that's Raven. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah, your questions. Okay, questions. Okay, one. Yes, I actually loved the fight scene when they were switching between each other in the beginning there in uh, Miss Marvel's home with her parents. And then, of course, Captain Marvel on the 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 Kree ship and then, you know, the <laughs> Nick Fury trying to talk to one of them, <laughs> just traveling between the three. It was hilarious. OK, I actually liked that. That was probably one of the most thought out only thought out part of this film uh but I, I have questions about this villain lady um one how did she get ronin's hammer yes when it shattered in guardians of the galaxy yes two i'm pretty sure it had the infinity stone in it yeah which got shattered or you know taken out of it yeah because the stones don't exist in the universe anymore yeah. And so, I mean, I know Ronan's hammer was powerful without the stone uh, or had like some abilities without the stone. It's just, I don't know how she got it because it got destroyed in that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, so I, I'm just over here like, so we got this chick playing? Uh, I, it confused the hell out of me. So, um, my running theory is she found the staff and it probably came from a different universe or some shit. Um, because the staff can't exist in that universe anymore because it's gone. It's destroyed yeah. and the power stone is also destroyed. None of the infinity stones exist in that universe anymore. If, if the infinity stones could still exist in that universe, vision would still be alive. Yeah. So, um, no, it doesn't exist anymore. So I don't know how she got it. That was my big question too. Yeah. And plus they took the power stone out of the hammer. So I don't know how, whatever she has, I don't understand how she got it because it makes absolutely no sense unless they do some weird screw screwy way to, okay, well maybe the 30 minutes they took out explained how she got it. Maybe the, whole rift with peter parker bending multiverses allowed her to jump through a portal and steal it from ronin in a different world and come back i have no idea some stupid crap like that that i know that they probably i i was confused about that i was like how did you get ronin's hammer like the whole time she's using it i'm just like what <laughs> like it was hilarious as hell i funny enough you're gonna laugh i actually liked this movie because of watching or having the idea in my head of hope that I could actually watch more movies with these three Marvels doing their thing, changing or not changing. Changing could be like a bonus thing that they master. But I have a problem with Brie Larson as a whole because she just can't act. Like during the ending scene that you explain where, you know, 
Professor Marvel, as Miss Marvel had named her, the black one, uh, she goes and she sacrifices herself. Captain Marvel's all like, no, I got to save you. And then, you know, she misses. And then only for a brief moment do we see like the tragic, like, oh, no, I lost her moment on Brie Larson's face for failing to save her. And then she goes back to Miss Marvel, gives a quick hug, and it's just like, yeah, no emotion whatsoever. So anyways, where were we? Miss Marvel had a had a bigger reaction than Captain Marvel did, and Miss Marvel wasn't even related to her. I don't even like Miss Marvel, and she was the best thing about this film. Exactly. I actually, I heard, well, I heard, and then I watched Miss Marvel, and Miss Marvel was not good, by the way. It kind of sucked. Um, but they, I, I will say this, she, I'm, I'm sure when she was doing the the TV show, you know, it was probably like, oh, it's a TV show, so it doesn't matter, you don't gotta act that well. But then, all of a sudden, like, her acting is completely, like, five steps up from what she did in the TV show. Like, she oh, yeah. really stepped her fucking game up. Like, this kid, whoever this girl is, stepped her game up for this movie, because she was like, okay, people obviously don't like me, I gotta step the fuck up. And I give her props, because she was actually, like, a good act. She actually acted really well in this movie. I actually watched Miss Marvel just because I knew everything I needed to know about. I periodically watched it. I didn't binge watch it, but I do have to say, to me, it feels like she read all the hate comments about her on the internet and yeah. was just like, all right, I can't, I get it. I need to do better. Let me do better. You want, I hear you, here you go, Disney. I'm throwing you a bone because you know you probably hate us in this podcast. I, I'm throwing you a bone. Here's an idea. American Chavez and Miss Marvel do a thing together. Get to it. Don't make it crappy. Yeah, I mean, well, she's already trying to, um, she's already trying, I don't know if that was in, like, you watched, but, um, uh, she's already trying to recruit, like, the, uh, the daughters of, of people. Like, she was Hawkeye's daughter. She was like, hey, you know, we're making a, we're making a small team, you know, for fun. Oh, great. So, there probably will be. Is this going to be like some teenage girl Avengers? <laughs> That's kind of what it That's seemed like. No, dude, that could actually be funny, though. No, dude, do you know how funny that could be, though? Like, no. not like giving them Avengers level threats, but giving them like a good like super villain to just beat on, you know? I have I have the idea of what if Miss Marvel, American Chavez come out in a movie where I they go to where you know Professor Marvel went when she repaired the the ripped riff in time and space by combining their powers together. She now has both of the bracelets for for the the you know controlling portals in time and American Chavez can teleport between different multiverses combine them two together and and they go on the adventure to to save the one that she had Miss Marvel had lost and and they do they discover X-Men in that movie and some really funny no, discovery. Not in the movie. Season two of Miss Marvel. Fuck it. She's yeah. Got, yeah. She stepped up her acting. Let's do a season two of Miss Marvel. Show how the X-Men universe gets in. I prefer it would be a movie, but season two of Miss Marvel works. Eight episodes, six episodes, whatever. Have them go on. Get this fucking get this X Men shit started, 
I'm assuming they're probably not going to do that because I have a strong feeling that Deadpool 3, knowing Deadpool, he's going to fuck some shit up and it's going to cross the universes together. That's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, kind of like at the end of Deadpool 2 and he was yeah. screwing with time. Yeah. Uh, no, he's going to do some fucked up shit. He's going to fuck everything up. Fucking Galactus, or however they're going to do this now that Kang's probably not going to be the main villain anymore, is going to see that this fucking guy is fucking fucking with shit. And so then he starts, you know, Galactus is like, fine, I'll do it myself. Thanos moment where he fucking shows up. And then that's when they start like getting everything set up for the Avengers. That's perfect. Raven, I'm telling you this right now. If Marvel came to us right now and said, Raven Bones, JJ Boycott, do you guys want to do the um do you guys would you guys like to be the two showrunners the two main directors for the miss marvel season two series i'd say yes uh, I, I would say yes but like no at the same time uh i would rather I, okay i suck at directing okay but i would i would want to be writing like me and you together writing and just like brainstorming like the next decade of marvel movies and an overarching story together and then we have actual good directors using our script but we're like co-directing too so if we're just like no, no 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 that's not how i wanted the shot to be you know the director will redo it but it's like i don't know how to direct i don't know how to do any of that but writing and making sure something looks good is where i would want to be like if me and you could just hash out the next mcu uh stuff that would be that would be amazing i would love that we could we could take down james gunn and his dc universe <laughs> destroy james no um i think that'd be lit here's okay i'm clapping my hands together here is my oh, issue shit. about to get real no this is about to get real it's not a problem with the movie so before everybody comes in and starts saying you fucking sexist fucks no I'm not shitting on the movie. I'm shitting on the MCU here. The MCU. I'm shitting on the movie. <laughs> well, the MCU has a problem that I that I don't like. The writers and directors of all the projects are not communicating. They're not yes. communicating because this movie. Think about this. Last year we had. Doctor Strange in well, and even two years ago we had Spider Man, and they were fucking with you know multiple universes, right? The multiverse, okay? And how hard it and, and how in how easy it made it look to travel through the multiverse, right? Ant Man and the Wasp, same thing, okay? And all of a sudden, then we see this multiverse or this movie where they're struggling to just go through you know space, let alone you know universes, different universes, the multiverse. And then she gets stuck in a different multiverse. And and so my biggest thing about this movie is none of the none of the anybody, actors, directors, writers, are are sitting down together at, at some point, just like at least once a month and saying, This is how we're gonna do this, this is how we're doing it, this is how we need to connect it. Because now everything just kind of feels like they're in the same universe, but shit's not connecting. I don't like that. I don't want that. Because now it's making it seem like she's trapped there forever and it's going to be super hard for her to get out. But in reality, we have a character that can literally just punch a fucking hole and get her back out. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like that's, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, 
why why do I care? I mean, about... I am shitting on this movie a bit though, because this movie had I I started giving up a little bit when we reached the singing planet. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, okay. I I can't do this. I, I literally just sat there. Like, have you? Okay, you, you've seen that. Um, what was it? You've seen that Will Smith meme where he's just depressed and he looks like he's crying, mm-hmm. or or no, or the Ben Affleck one where he's where just he's got sitting. The cigarette. It, or yeah, that and the one in that in that one meme, you know, Hello Darkness. Oh yeah, mild, yeah. where he <laughs> looks so depressed. Like that's that's literally me. All of them combined. That was me watching that scene with the singing movie. Because funny enough, this is going to sound really hilarious. I was enjoying the movie a bit up until that part and then everything afterwards it felt like there was no more cohesive moments in this movie and like you said the whole switching between uh, everybody switching places magically stopped because of a montage of them practicing what it takes to switch between each other uh, and mastering it to the point of where now it magically doesn't happen if they don't want it to. And I was like, well, you took away the fun of this movie because in my opinion, if she wanted to save Professor Mar- uh, Professor Marble from disappearing into another universe, she would have used her powers to switch places. Exactly. It was like a MacGuffin. It was literally like just for the perfect time so they couldn't switch powers to put her into the other universe. And then the fucking kitty swallowing everybody. <laughs> and the cat hatching more tentacle eating thing, you know, kittens. That scene alone made me like, okay, I understood what they wanted to do. Swallow everybody on board so that they could fit everybody into the ship using the kittens, okay? I was like, that's that's nice and cool, but, like, why? Like, <laughs> did we have to do this How? scene? I get there was stuff fucking with the, with, the, with the universe when she was opening the holes, but all of a sudden, random eggs just started spawning on the ship, like, perfectly for that situation to happen. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, seriously, guys... Just for that situation to happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been really cool if the space station was being invaded by Kree and then the kittens literally won the war, but it would still be stupid. Also, also, I want to bring up, she shows up to the to our galaxy, our solar system, in that big-ass ship to harvest our sun alone. She showed up yes. the entire movie. She's had people with her the entire time. She like literally when she went to the singing planet for the water, you know, she fucking brings her. She bring, she was like, bring out the whole ocean, you know, like bring out everybody, you know, but she yeah. comes to Earth or not Earth. She comes to our solar system, our sun. And all of a sudden she's just alone. What? No, come on. Yeah, I can do everything. I'm independent. It's so stupid to me, like, like, because here's the funny part. If I when I was watching, when it got to the point of them being on the ship together, like just them three on the ship together after, you know, Valkyrie took all the scroll back, which is also weird, by the way. Um, uh, I didn't know that 
she could just control the rainbow bridge like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, only Thor's supposed to be able to do that because he wields Storm uh, Breaker. And, he just taught uh, her, dude. Come on now. And the only other person who's had the ability to control the Rainbow Bridge is Heimdall. And now, of course, obviously his son. Uh, but she's controlling it at whim. That's a... Uh, that's, uh, 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 if okay, back to the main point before I get off on a rabbit trail. If the movie literally ended with them on that ship together 40 minutes in, as like a like a like a cool short that they did, I would have been like, damn, that was cool. Eight out of ten. Can't wait to see when the movie starts and comes out. Like if they just did it from that moment, that felt like whatever those first 40 minutes were. I it was actually maintaining that 85% that you see from the audience score because I was actually like <laughs> I was actually really enjoying it. It was everything afterwards where you can tell 30 minutes taken out or not that that's nobody thought the hell of any of this through and how they were supposed to end it nicely. Yeah, like that last like 50 minutes kind of fucked it all up, I feel like. Yeah. Like cuz the movie starts out like I would almost say that first fight scene, everything's choreographed. Acting is not that bad. I would say, like, yeah, like an 85, maybe a 9 out of 10, you know? Like a 9 out of 10, you know? And then you get yeah. to the last 50 minutes, and it just keeps fucking hitting and hitting and hitting you in the nuts, like, over and <laughs> over and over again. And you're just like, okay, this movie was good. Now it just keeps saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So because of that, you've pushed me down to a 6 out of 10. And that's where I'm giving it on my beast cast scale. I'm giving this a 6 out of 10. Yeah, it was better than a 5 out of 10. Okay? It's not... It, your average fucking low-blow Joe movie, okay, that comes out, you know, your average blockbuster that you're never going to remember again. Okay, that's my 5 out of 10. Yeah. This is a 6 out of 10. I will remember things from this movie. For better or for because worse. Because of how comical it was, yeah. There was a lot. It was very funny. It, no, dude, there was some good fucking jokes. My favorite joke, because I had, I was like on the same wavelength as Miss Marvel here, okay? When the when the, when the the main villain, when she sees the bracelet, she goes, where did you get that? And she goes, I literally was, in my head, I was like, I got it in the mail. She goes, oh, my grandma sent it to me in the mail. And I was like, okay, okay, that's a good one. That's fucking, dude, I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, that one made me giggle. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, just, like, this big badass villain. And, you know, she's a kid, so she's, like, you know, she's just fucking around. She doesn't really understand anything. And she just goes, oh, I got it in the mail. <laughs> I'm going to send this parcel in the mail. <laughs> like, Come on, dude. That's funny. Oh, man. It uh, is. It is kind of funny because you have this villain who had to go to our moon, dig it out of a rock, Oh, I, we finally found an ancient artifact. And then she looks at a little girl. Where'd you get yours? It came in the mail. <laughs> no, dude, my, 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 favorite one, my favorite one was when the ship was going down with in, in the fucking Miss Marvel's brother starts praying. And Nick Fury goes, are you praying? And he stops. He goes, don't fucking stop. He goes, if we need all the fucking help we can get. <laughs> and fucking all of a sudden you're inshallah. And you're like... <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of funny <laughs> moments. In the, the thing is, is that it had moments where I was feeling the chemistry between these characters, and I was just like, "Dude, I actually am like, I, I'm, 
I'm actually feeling a bit of connection here. And then it's, but it's like, I, what the hell is going on around everything? And why do we need to turn this into a musical on a planet? Like, what the hell? Like, I was, I wanted to just, and then the dude starts talking normally. Oh, he doesn't have to sing. Oh, he's bilingual. Oh, okay. He's bilingual. Yeah. No, that, that joke, that joke, that, yeah, I know that joke pissed me off so badly. Yeah. He's bilingual. He can just speak normal. Like, they cannot just not speak normal. Like, like, think about it. Have you ever thought like, okay, when I'm singing, if I just stopped singing the word and I just spoke the word, like, 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 it's not like you have to learn a different dialect. It's just saying the same words just without in song. Like, I was like, what the you fucking shitters here 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 was like my live reaction to to that i'll send it the gift to you like when it when that when that stupid joke oh he's bilingual happened this is this is literally my reaction dude Dude, I shit you not, bro. I can't. I can't with this. I, 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 the that planet needs to not exist. It needs to leave. If that planet wasn't in the movie, I would have totally had the same. I, I, okay, my life doesn't change at all if that's in the movie or not. Like, literally, it keeps the movie fine. That fucking planet, like, kind of helped make me not like a, a, the decent amount of this movie. It just. It's too much, bro. Like, it's too much stupidness. Our villain should have been stealing from their place. <laughs> Could have done the universe a favor. <laughs> take that atmosphere. Fuck, take take, take that water. <laughs> take yeah, that, take that fucking atmosphere. Oh, my God. No, but then Miss Marvel can't, or uh, Captain Marvel can't be the princess anymore. Yeah, dude, the end of this, she ignites the fucking sun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just like... Why didn't you do what? that from the beginning? Yeah, this this chick was literally on a revenge path because she thought you doomed their planet. Once you realized what she was saying when she was calling you all these bad names, how about you just go over there and you fix the problem? Yeah, like this entire time, she could have just fucking fixed the problem. I know that kind of gives them me some off. vitamin D. Oh, I'm so scared. I don't know. Oh my god. Aren't well, you supposed actually, to be a superhero? Fucking, you're not Homelander. You're not. You're not so selfish that you can't fucking, you know, do something for people. Once they mastered the switching between each other, she should have went and ignited the sun, so she accidentally didn't leave one of them in the middle of it. Like that. That's literally. That's literally. Once they mastered the being able to use powers without accidentally switching. They, she should have just went and ignited the sun. She should have ignited over. the sun like three years ago. Yes. Like, like it. it you should've... know you wronged them. Yeah, like, like that's the least you can do. Like, I'd be pissed if I was a villain. Now, did did the villain have like a little arc where she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a fucking, you know, I'm actually a villain. You know, I don't even care for my people secretly. I just want revenge on you." But, um, poorly written villain. Yeah, I know. I didn't like the villain. Um, I just, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I just, I'm giving it a six out of 10. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot worse, to be honest. I really thought it was going to be a lot, lot worse, but it was okay. It was. Here's some vitamin D. Let me ignite it again. Yeah. Here's some vitamin D. 
vitamin dizzle vitamin d um i i will say this it the nice thing about this movie was the movie never took itself to the point where it was trying to be serious like black panther okay that was my problem with black panther is where I think we talked about this on the podcast too with black Panther. When you fucking, when you have this very serious movie and all of a sudden you just start throwing in these stupid, dumb jokes, you know, um, into something that's supposed to be a really serious movie that pissed me off. Like that, that threw it out. This movie, it, it literally says this movie's funny. Like that we're this is a comedy movie. Like, it's going to be funny. We're trying to be funny with this movie. It's not like, yeah, there's something serious that's happening, but it's not like this is the most serious movie. Like, we're not coming off of Chadwick Boseman's death here, you know, and we're trying to keep up with his legacy. We're coming off of the Brie Larson Captain Marvel legacy. So, you know, take that as you will. So, I like that in this movie. Marvel movies can be funny. They just choose to be funny at the wrong moments in the past. This one did it right. Um... I didn't, I just, I didn't, like, in, uh, Doctor Strange was the same thing, you know, like, all of a sudden you just bake these stupid random jokes into it, and it's like, come on, stop, you know, let's just, let's just stop, you know, just get it done. <sighs> so, Raven, what do you write in the movie? Five. Alright, that's fair. I, I wouldn't give it anything higher than a five or a six. Nowhere near. Because I did enjoy myself. So, exactly. like, like halfway through the movie, I enjoyed it. The other half, I didn't. So it gets half out of a ten. It gets five. Yeah, I can't wait for the actual fucking, like, dumbass movie critics, like the fucking critical drinker, to be like, oh, and I've once again done something so stupid. Ugh. It don't even make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of his lines he loves to repeat that doesn't even make any sense like why Anyways. would a character insert this didn't act the way I thought they would insert this anyways here's my uh here's my book that I wrote here's my book buy it uh we love the critical drinker no we don't you know, actually you know what we should do though what, we should find a way to get no, we should get a way to uh, get his book for free because I don't want to pay for it. And then we should read it together and then us make a critical, critical drinker, drinker, drinker parody video about how bad the writing is in the book. <laughs> I did he actually even write the book? Yeah. OK, I was hoping it wasn't like one of those. uh uh, uh Like Patterson novels where like it's just like a ghostwriter. No, he he wrote it. That's why he supposedly is able to be the critical drinker and 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 critique movies on their writing. Mm, well, we love shit talking. So yeah, I you know I I never really had a problem with him until funny enough Lord of the Rings, the fucking Rings of Power, dude. Because like he just like he analyzes things the wrong way. Like he just he does. An he analyzes it the wrong way. Like the Rings of Power was not good, but then like he's just like, "This is a dumpster fire. I cannot believe this." Like when he was describing the scene with with the with the hobbits and and what the what we think is Gandalf, and uh, I forget the moment that was going on in the scene, honestly. So I'm not gonna go into detail, but like he analyzed that scene, and it was just like you. 
it was like listening to somebody solve an equation the wrong way but still get the right answer it's like you didn't even do you you missed the whole point of how to do this like it's explained it told you but even the explanation that proves you wrong on your critique is still crap but like you're you're still doing this wrong like what i i will still say though that if anybody does decide to watch the rings of power all you have to do is watch the first episode and then skip straight to the sixth episode and then just turn it off yeah (laughs) literally dude oh my god raven do you know i just realized uh, we were forgetting about things that came out next year. Dude, Rings of Power Season 2 comes out next year. For the love of Christ. <laughs> and with that, we're going to end it. Thank you guys for listening, as always. We love making this. We love that you listen to this. Thank you for putting up for us for this hour and 40 minutes. Um, we appreciate that. Make sure to give us a good five-star review. Uh, make sure to download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you guys seriously so, so much. Um <clears throat> Raven, any news, any announcements, anything you want to throw out into the world before we send her off? Um, no. Okay, and with that, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys uh, later. Bye!